Don't look so sad I know it's over But life goes on And this old world I don't even I don't even know how to follow that I don't uh, the, oh, that, that just shook me Hello 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 here we go again Two old guys on the back porch I am Steve Scotch and we have Kat, our technical engineer, making sure we don't get fined by the FCC. Kat, what's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, pretty much anywhere. We've, we're in places I didn't even apply for. <laughs> we also can be found on Facebook and Instagram. And our two shout-outs today are somewhat sort of small towns one is very small because i'd never heard of it is horseshoe virginia they're in king william county they're on the pamunkey river and another one is killington vermont uh they're in the green mountains of vermont great place to go skiing giving y'all a round of applause all right of course alcohol is the uh, reason for the season, and the season's gotten hot. Uh, here in the Commonwealth, you probably heard me bitch quite a bit about the summertime out here. It's anybody it, who's grown up here. I mean, you know, you don't bitch about it until you get old. Like yeah, us. until you when know, you're young, you don't care. You just hit the river, and, and I just have remember a good time. Wanda Sykes. She was doing a movie up near D.C., and they were sitting there going. So weren't you just great, happy to be back in Virginia? She goes, hell no, it's a freaking humid <laughs> ass pit here. That's right. That's why today Steve Scotch is drinking a Coors. <laughs> and that's right. This is the original Coors. That's what's on my lips. Um, they, brought, they, they had it in the grocery store. They suckered me in. And I think Coors, didn't it come out when we were... Right. Whatever... Teenagers, teenagers maybe sneaking drinking or something right. and then the, then came the light right um you gotta remember well you don't have to but we remember you know it was like bud miller there, was, there wasn't a lot of different choices so no. when course came out it was like it was something different so all you you know guys who have got to just go to their local brewery yeah Back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot of choice. No, but anyway, they had the cores. They, it was like, I forgot how they laid it out there. It's back or whatever. They suckered me in. I bought it, and, and I liked it. I was I like, damn, it, it brought back memories. I remember as a kid, we went on the tour there at uh, Bush Gardens, you know, and they would have the free beer. Yeah. And the, so I snuck, things, right. I snuck a cup of it and tasted it and went, ooh. Beer Who sucks. wants this? That's right. When you're <laughs> young and you're trying to sneak stuff from your parents and then you get it and you go, God, why do they drink this shit? And uh, now we drink it every day. Kat, what do you got? I have a lovely watermelon margarita. All right. Good for you. Watermelon. Uh, yeah, it is watermelon time, isn't it? They got yes, this it in is. The, uh, what are they, $15 now in the grocery store? No. If you get it cut, maybe it's $15. I, on the other hand, usually buy my own and cut it myself. All right watermelon it is okay if this is your first try at two old guys on the back porch you can tell there's no practice um we just pretty much um 
you know, try to catch a little buzz and hit record. That's it. That's <laughs> it. And go back and listen to the earlier podcasts we did. There's no real chronological order to any of them. Um, you can just kind of get a feel of where we're at. Um, today, we're going to talk about something that I've done most of my life and have kind of retired from, and that's fishing. Um, you know, it's hard to find a better way to spend a day with your family, friends, than out on the water. I mean, we've been lucky to be able to own boats, have access to many rivers, you know, within an hour or two of where we're sitting. But, um, you know, you don't even have to have a boat, you know. You can go, I, grew up, I grew up fishing a pond. Right. You can just sit still, find a lake, pond, fish right off the bank. I mean, the main thing to remember is you can never be too drunk to fish, okay? <laughs> and the two of us sitting here, we actually like to eat fish. Um, they they still call it brain food, or right. is there something wrong with it now? It's good for you. Okay. Except for, the, well, the tuna, the mercury, you're not supposed to get that, so. Yeah. So that's a plus for us at the end of the trip that, you know, we've caught something we can put on the dinner table. And one of my favorite ways to cook fish is on the grill. It's easy. It's good. You know, if you have a fish that's big enough to fillet. Make tacos. Yeah. I mean, you, you just cut the sides off, put some Reynolds wrap down, lay the fish skin side down, dump some Italian dressing on it. Damn, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> and it's on. I mean, it gets a little crispy around the edges. If fish is done. Um, now, remember, it's called fishing. It's not some called catching. catching. You know, some fishing trips produce nothing. You know, they just aren't biting. The, the bait you're using is not working. But, hey, at least you got off the couch. You got to spend some time with your friends, family. I mean... I've gone fishing by myself many times. There's nothing wrong with that. I call it me time. Okay, it's quiet, it's peaceful. You're just casting a line, and uh, of course, is you've got the freshwater fishing and saltwater fishing, and now you have to buy two licenses for that. Um, well, that's been going on for years, and. To me, it's a money grab. You know, they should encourage people to go out. There goes a deer right there. Um, you could see anything out here on the back porch. I don't know. It seems like a lot of guys are either all in on one or the other. I'm a saltwater guy, but, you know, reeling in two or three pound bass, that's fun. Uh, uh, you know, catching some crappy. Some people call them silvers. I mean, if you can catch up enough of that, put it, put those on a dinner table. They're really good. Um, nice brim. Right. Um, Spot. I do have an issue with, I'm going to call them the serious bass guy. Oh, God. You okay. mean not the ones on TV with all the sponsors? Well, I, I understand they're fishing in tournaments. And they're trying to make money. Right, right. I, I got that. But, um, you know, flying around a lake, and, and I've seen this more than once, you know, they're buzzing around this lake showing everybody how fast their boat, boat can go. 
And then they slam the throttle back. And they flip the trolling motor over. And he starts casting like a maniac. Catches nothing. It's because he scared all the fish away. Throws right? the rod down, grabs another one. Cast, 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 nothing. Grabs the trolling motor, yanks it back up, cranks the motor. <laughs> bat out of hell across the water again. And again, if he's in a tournament, whatever, I'll let it go. But these tool bags, if he's not in a tournament and he's just out there fishing like that, it's like, I guess maybe he's practicing. I don't know. You're missing the whole point. You know, it's supposed to be a nice, relaxing day on the water. And, and, and these bass guys are just flying around there. Of course, they've got uh, writing on everything. Right. Uh, Money. Money sponsor grabs. this, sponsor that. Do we have any sponsors yet? No. I don't know if it's crickets. Cricket, cricket, cricket. I don't know. Freshwater, like I said, serious bass guy. He's the only one you got to really look out for. On the saltwater scene, there's a different kind of loser. Okay. Oh, shoot. Now, now, here's the setup. Just say, and this has happened to me more than once. This is why I know it. You're just sitting there bottom fishing. Okay. You're catching, like wifey said, spotter pretty good. I don't know why. It's hard to tell the difference between a spot and a croaker when you cook them. Right. Some people always want the spot. I don't know. But anyway, you're just sitting there bottom fishing, and they're, they're biting pretty steady. Now, there's a clump of boats that are a little further out from where you are. And then you look over, and here comes a boat. And, you know, like, whatever. You know, you don't own the river. You know, you're catching fish. He's a little bit beside you. Who cares, you know. And then you look over, here comes another boat and another one. Now, the ones that was out there in 50 foot of water who were catching nothing, and I'm sitting there in 15 foot of water and filling up the bucket, and next thing you know, I'm surrounded. So I'm kind of calling bullshit on that. Um, you know, whatever. It's supposed to be a nice, relaxing day on the water. Let's not F it up, okay? Right. We don't need Competition. Conflict. I don't get it. Um, you know. Back in my day, the boat didn't leave the shore without a cooler full of beer. But, of course, that's been frowned upon for years now because of the presence of the Marine police. Well, they've okay. got a point. We've seen a few horrible accidents back when we had a place Well, that were pretty tragic. Needed a sip. Here's the way I looked at it. We didn't see these cats out there. They're doing their job. They're checking to make sure you got life jackets and all your safety stuff. Actually, what they're looking for is to make sure you don't have a short fish in your cooler. A rockfish, speckled trout. Something in that boat that's not supposed to be in there, and then they can pop you for like 500 bucks a fish or whatever it is. That's the name of the game. The Marine police didn't really start showing up until these things called jet skis started showing up. But I think they call them, what, personal watercraft now? Correct. Um, Sea-Doo's is another name. Back in my day, it was a jet ski, okay? You had to basically squat down and get the thing, hit the throttle because the steering mechanism went up and down. And then as you got it 
planing off and leveled up, then you stood up with it. Okay, there was a little skill to the jet ski. No, no more. Any fat ass can get on a sea do. Those things are about useless as shit anyway. DJ Khaled. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I remember I got on one in Jamaica and rode it around for like 20 minutes and go, wow, this is so fun, and turned it back in. But anyway, they started coming out there and jumping wakes behind boats. Right. And then we had collisions and people getting killed, and now all of a sudden, there's no beer on the boat. I don't know. Taking away a little bit of the fun. But whatever, um, you know, again, saltwater fishing, now you have to take a file cabinet out there to go. You know, instead of the states encouraging people to go outside and hunt and fish, now it's like you have to take a class and a course and take, get six licenses and a sticker and well, don't you give need- blood and all this shit to go fishing now. Don't you need one just to have the boat? You have to have a fishing license. You have to take a boater safety course. Which you have done. Which I did. And there was like 20 questions about the personal watercraft, which is the little sea shit. You weren't driving. Well, the, I had problems with the sailing questions. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Again, I don't know. You know, if... There's nothing wrong with taking... You can go to... I don't know if the Game and Inland Fisheries do it. um, uh, Bass Pro Shop, if you have one of those. They might offer the class, and it might be something you want to do. If you've never driven a boat or don't know anything about it, that's an encouraging thing to go do. Um, Again, it just... It seems like a bit of a money grab to me, all the paperwork you got to take out there. To, uh, to well, just go but fishing. you haven't seen the other side of it to them, the idiots, some of the idiots that are out there. Right, right. Anyway, I used to take all my paperwork, registration, all it's like, oh, and just put it in a like a Ziploc bag, keep it waterproof somewhere in a dry space in the boat. Anyway, the main thing, just be safe on the water, you know, take it slow. Don't be scared of the water, J- just respect it. That's all I'm going to say. All right, let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right, today it is Douglas MacArthur, okay? Born in 1880 from, oh, he's from Little Rock, Arkansas. How about that? Died in 1964, which I believe was the year I was born. It's hard to believe that I can remember. And so he was 84 years old when he died, buried at MacArthur Memorial in Norfolk, Virginia, which is, what's that, like an hour and a half from here? Right. I didn't know he was buried in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, there's only been a handful of men given, the, given their entire life to protecting this country. But uh, that's what Douglas MacArthur did. World War II... I'm he, just going to hit a couple highlights because this guy, you, I mean, you can talk so about much. him for an hour. There's so much yeah, about him. You could, you could go on and on. Um, General MacArthur, Mr. MacArthur, saved countless lives in the South Pacific. Uh, and it was a daring campaign he pulled off there to retake the Philippines from Japan. Take that, Japan. But MacArthur, his finest hour was in North Korea. 
um, the, those dirty bastards, they invaded South Korea. And look out for it to happen again. Uh, that's how dirty they are. They, they, North Korea had pretty much driven South Korea to the southeast coast. And MacArthur and a force of Marines, give it up to the Marines, came in on an amphibian assault behind enemy lines now and cut off North Korea's supply lines, liberated the city of Seoul, and turned the tide of the war in South Korea's favor. Douglas MacArthur earned over 100 military decorations. And because of that, he is one tough son of a bitch. Right. We are going to roll right into Cocktail of the Week, which seems to be the fans are digging this segment for some reason. Alcoholics. Now, this is one everybody's heard of, but maybe hadn't tried, and that's Sex on the Beach. I'm not going to comment. Okay. That's how nice I am. Okay. (laughs) This drink is very easy to make. Let's see. It was created by, let's see, by Ted Pizzo, Florida bartender. Uh, He did it during spring break, break back in the 80s. Wow. It's not that old. It's not that old. Okay. Again, it's a shaker. At this point, if you've listened to this podcast, you need to have shaker, mixing glass, bar spoon, and what's the tall uh, shot glass called? The tall one. The Japanese jigger? Japanese jigger, the JJ. Get that one. All right, here we go. Pour these four things. I know it's four things, so it's a little bit to remember. Into a shaker filled with ice. A shot of vodka kettle one quality vodka half shot of peach schnapps a shot of freshly squeezed orange juice and a shot of cranberry juice am i right right cranberry juice orange juice peach schnapps vodka all right shake the shit out of it pour it in a highball glass filled with ice put a little umbrella in there you know, put, that's what I would do. Put a little something in there. Very easy. Sit back and pretend you're at a beach bar. All right, baby. Kat, you made them? Yep. All right, I'm going to give it a sip. Believe it or not, I've never had sex on the beach. It's one of those drinks. I remember back Liar. in the 80s, she would go to, what is it, uh, TGI Fridays. That was a big drink that they would have. And, of course, and of course she gets some loser guy. You, can I get you sex on the beach? You know, you're like, <laughs> sure, fella. The schnapp, the peach schnapps is very strong. I think I did more than you I didn't do a to. half shot on that. No, I yeah. like peach anyway, it's pretty good. All right, there you go. Thank you, cat. All right, today we were bumpered in by one of the all-time greats, and. Unfortunately, a lot of you people out there don't know who Ray Price is. All right, passed away at age 87 in 2013 from Wood County, Texas. Okay. Smooth as silk. Release me. Crazy arms. Heartaches by the numbers. Today, we were bumpered in for the 
by the song for the good times, okay? Just bring that song up on anything you got and listen to it. I mean, this this is kick-ass classic country songs. Um, back in Ray's day, you got drafted. Now, can you imagine the punks we have around here today that would get drafted? We, we, we would get our ass kicked. We better hope we don't get in a war. No, some of our son's friends are in the Navy, and we think they're doing a great job, but they're not punks. Yeah, I agree. But overall, what we got now, we, we could be in trouble. But anyway, Ray got drafted, went into the war. Um, I just, I remember my grandparents had one of those stereos where it was like a piece of furniture. Oh, it was like a nanny, long, nanny and pop had that big, long wooden thing. And I would slide the top over and mm -hmm. just pick an album and put it on there. As a little kid, I could barely see over it and put the <laughs> needle on and turn it. And nobody messed with it. They were all in the kitchen cooking and eating and cleaning and drinking or whatever. And one of the albums they had was Ray Price. And I didn't know as a little kid. And I would just put it on and listen to it. And then as I got older and I, I heard it somewhere, it was like the bells went off. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, again, today we were bumpered in for the good times. Check out. Just... That that's one of my favorite songs ever. Again, check out Ray Price wherever you get your music. I want to thank everybody for listening, and we will see y'all down the road. See ya. Upon my pillow. Hold your warm and tender body close to mine Hear the whisper of the raindrops blowing soft